What's up, guys? This is the Human Up Podcast. My name is Victor Ong, and this is my documentation and exploration on what it means to be emotionally intelligent in the modern world and how we can go from being emotionally brittle to resilient with the change and obstacles and growth in our lives. It's a journey that started from my own realization that I've been completely stagnant and complacent in my life um, because of my lack of comfort around dealing with my emotions, let alone expressing it. This episode is about one of the first steps you can take to improve your emotional intelligence, and that is to define our emotions. It is to increase the vocabulary around how to communicate what we're feeling. Well, first, how to identify what we're feeling and uh, based on the situation or scenario that you're in, and then how to, how to communicate that to both yourself and those around you. I've been on this journey to increase my emotional intelligence for a while now. And a, a while back, I had, I had talked about this with one of my good friends, um, Jim McNulty and, and my cousin Alvin Liu. We, we had an idea to start this podcast and, and, you know, have a bunch of dudes get together and talk about emotions. And we recorded a couple sessions, uh, in, in trying to, to talk about this stuff, uh, with, you know, a certain source material. We would kind of like listen to a podcast or, or read a book or, or, um, find like a website or something you know, to, to just get together and discuss. And so one of them was about this website called emotiontypology.com. And Jim found it because, uh, he was finding himself getting angry and annoyed with one of his coworkers and he didn't really know why or, you know, how to, how to prevent it or, or not let it get in the way of their relationship and their, and their productivity. We went on to talk a lot about how even just the act of trying to identify the, the specific emotion has helped us sort of minimize the negative effects from it and improving our vocabulary around how to express it with somebody um, allowed us to sort of better discuss the issues that we're having with, with anyone else. First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that I honestly have been cultured and, and kind of pressured to, to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without Anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to, to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a, a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. So 
I'm just going to play the rest of the, the recording. And if you want to follow along, you can visit the website emotiontypology.com. We referenced that quite a bit in the episode. And if you want to support this podcast, make sure you interact with, with this episode wherever you're listening uh, by liking, you know, hearting, subscribing, following. And if you're on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, um, please write a review. Let me know what you think. Your love, support, and feedback is so much appreciated, and it will definitely help me learn about what resonates with you or, or what is interesting and, and which direction I should move forward with. So without further ado, here's our discussion on the negative emotion typology. Ready to rock? Good. Let's do it. So emotion typology is something that I've never heard of before today. And the reason I looked it up was because I found myself incredibly frustrated with one of my coworkers. Um, and I wasn't sure exactly what that was. And so a lot of times, you know, you'll hear with like humor, like people, you, you know, there's a pretty good understanding of like what humor is. It's like where like something unexpected happens in some kind of format that is like not painful. Um, and so like, it's that, it's that surprise connection between things that, uh, that makes for humor. And I was like, well, okay, what makes for annoyance though? Cause that's what's going on right now. And I want to know how to make that stop. Um, so then I just typed, uh, then I just Googled what is annoyance and I found this thing. And so the emotion typology page that I found emotiontypology.com uh it has a bunch of different kind of related emotions and each of those emotions uh has different broader categories around it and then you can kind of click into each one and it has just these really good descriptions I think of each of these different emotions and they have like they have this little cartoon with a whole story where it shows a bunch of these different negative emotions. And I think um, it just, it can be really helpful to put a name to the different things. And then also to be able to see how it relates to different emotions. Cause I know like for myself, I'm always trying to like, I don't want to embrace hatred. Um, and so how can I channel that into something more useful? So that's emotional typology. I think that this tool is really cool because it, like, if you dive into each of these, it, like, makes you think about the difference between indignation, you know? Like, you can, like, kind of break apart someone. Okay, so, like, I had a conversation with someone sometime at one, one time, and they were saying that there's only, like, anger is the purest emotion. Do you guys agree with that, I guess, that statement I just brought in? I think... Maybe that conversation happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I mean, that's an interesting point. Cause I think that is like something that's super common. And, uh, like I brought up before when my cousin was doing like the preschool stuff, he was talking about how they just know like happy or not happy. It's like, because you start out and it's not like you have all of these different words to like describe how you feel inside. And so like a big part of like preschool education type stuff is, trying to like understand what's going on inside your own body and like what what are these different feelings and so like you could say like oh you anger is like the purest emotion i feel like that's just a weird way of saying it that's like saying uh like 
single cell organisms are the purest organism, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, so yeah, I do like the idea of breaking down these emotions. Cause so maybe one question I have when you say that that friend only sees anger as that one emotion, how do you think he manages his anger then in general? I disagreed with him. I thought that there was another, and this is a, this is maybe conversation right now, but like, I just think that like anger, someone, when you're angry at someone else, it generally comes from a different place. It doesn't come from like hatred or like, you know, like it, 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 something is usually causing the anger. And so it's, it makes me feel like anger is not that pure. That is different from what we're kind of talking about right now. Like we're talking about like this tool, but I just wanted to bring that up just because I think this tool is cool because it makes you feel there's, there's right here in this section, it says like, ambiguous threat it's like what makes you feel anxious or make what makes you feel distrust you're being faced with an ambiguous threat you know so i think this like i think that's one cool way about this tool is it just like it allows you it's a it's a visual first of all and it allows you to a lot of the things that we kind of want to talk about here in eq yeah i mean yeah yeah for sure and and that's why so i and i asked the question i guess because i guess i wanted to kind of see how people kind of act or behave thinking that there's only kind of one way to express something. Right. Um, and then, and then what kind of solutions do they think that they can solve from that? So for example, I think when, if you were to say that you're angry, right, you, that description kind of says feeling uh, when you've been harmed or offended, I think that's something that's totally different than if you were frustrated, right. The feeling you get when you want to achieve something, but your action is blocked. And, you know, so like both of those are in, like can be kind of considered anger, but by knowing the actual definition and what is the cause of it, you can, you can start to kind of break down why that emotion came up and what you can do to be more productive about it. Right. So I, I do really like this tool and, and being able to break down each definition. Do, do we want to, go into more because i mean okay so just Im immediately like some of these words that stand out to me more than others so when this person was saying that anger is the purest emotion two red categories these bright red categories anger is the only one is the easiest word <laughs> does, does that does that register for you guys yeah yeah i think yeah. it's like um hate is another hate is another easy word Sadness is an easy word. Mm -hmm. um, fear. So when you say easy, is that you mean is that like that's based on your understanding and definition of it? Yes, uh, that's that is what I mean. I, to elaborate, yeah. I would say that pity are a form of sadness. Mm. A simple-minded person could say about this. It's like yeah, but sadness is the purest emotion, though. Like sure, you can break it down to sadness, disappointment, and pity, but no, sadness is more pure. I hate to bring up the other podcast, but remember that invisibilia podcast that we listened to, like all your body can send you is there's like three different types, right? There's comfort, discomfort, and arousal. And like your, each of your body parts or your organs, you know, hands can either signal these things has to process all of those. And in processing, that's how you get something like more complex, like humiliation, right? It's, it's a, it's a blend of, it's like, it's like <laughs> uh, my my stomach is feels heavy and uncomfortable, but my head feels I don't know comfortable or whatever. Like 
in Invisibilia's case, brought up this idea is like this person that I'm talking about. But like when he was saying that like anger is the purest emotion, he just thinks that like that agitation is like very pure and you can't break it down. Like you can't break down anger into like smaller parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I think I kind of resonate with that because I feel like within each of this, each of these like broader topics, um, there is something that's like a more like fundamental piece. But I think like because it's more fundamental, it's also just not as useful. Does that make sense? Like when that you, does make sense. If, if you're like a kid and you're like this, uh, like I just got punched, right? This is a not bad thing. But if I like just think of it as sadness and then I never kind of like develop more categories as I live my life, then like I will react to like multiple different things in the same way based on what my body like tells me to react as opposed to like also partially controlling that based on like what I know about the situation. Cause like each of these is phrased as the feeling when X. And I think that's like important that you, you have these like bodily reactions, which are kind of like these colors that they use on the site. Um, but like the emotion isn't just your reaction. It's also the context of what happened. Exactly. Yeah. I think, I think they did kind of mention that either in that and in the invisibility podcast or in something else that I listened to, but the, the fact that our emotions are sort of our, our, our minds sort of best guess on how to sort of contextualize the information that's in front of us. Right. It, and it uses, it's like, it's our best guess based on our, you know, past experiences or other familiar scenarios that can sort of help relate to that. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that I mentioned that I guess it does, makes sense when if, if there was something maybe within your uh, like previous or initial experience with one of these emotions um, that hasn't been sort of dealt with, uh, it can definitely manifest in, in future situations that, that, that might be exaggerated because of that. Right. So um, yeah, I guess. And another thing I wanted to mention too, was that it seems like you have pretty great self-awareness for you to even recognize that you don't want to, sort of deal with this emotion right like what what made it what made you really like want to look this up and and say like i I don't want to deal with i don't want to like feel that right um just because i think it's been like this isn't the first time this has happened um like i've had issues with this coworker previously uh Mm. and i feel like whatever i was doing to react to that hasn't hasn't changed anything and I'm still letting it like negatively affect me. And right. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it getting in the way of being productive at this point? Right. Or being able to develop something? Yeah. It's uh like it. I mean, when I'm out, when I get all, I kind of get like hot, you know, um, like I get fired up and that doesn't, that doesn't help me like finish the things that I'm trying to do any faster. And then also it just like, it just makes the day unpleasant. And so, you know, I I felt like on some level, I didn't understand, like, I couldn't point exactly to why I was, like, annoyed so much as I was. And I think, like, being able to find those patterns is something that, you know, why not learn from the internet? <laughs> it's cool, too. Like, I mean, the learning aspect of that is cool because, like, sometimes when you can just learn about something of feeling just feeling that resentment or just spitting out about resentment if you can just kind of apply a little bit of like 
I don't know, that learning mind to be like, hmm, what is resentment? What is exactly that I feel? Sometimes that distance can create just to think about mm. what is this resentment exactly feeling like? And reading about it, you know, if you guys go to this list feature, cool. I know that if I like was feeling resentment and I went to this list feature and I click resentment and I looked at these movie clips of people that are feeling resentment. Are you guys following along with me right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, right? And that can even kind of help alleviate that pain. It's like kind of curious that that happens. That when you, I mean, do you guys, have you guys ever experienced that? Like, you're like feeling angry. Yeah, I think like I think that's kind of what like what I experienced today was. I was like, I know that I'm annoyed, and I know that it's like pissing me off. And then like just reading this description of like the feeling when something is happening that bothers you, you have the urge to say or do something to change or make it stop. Um, And so. Like for me, there are these things that have been annoying me, but I'm not like, I'm not indignant about them. So jumping over to indignation, the the feeling when someone's action goes against your moral values, like the person wasn't doing anything morally wrong. Uh, they just, it was just like, it's just a pattern that like peeps me for whatever reason that I don't like fully understand. And maybe there's more to say about that, but they, they're saying like, since the event itself is usually quite benign, its frequency or duration is an important factor. People talking for five minutes next to your desk when you are trying to work may be tolerated, but if they do it for an hour, you may feel differently. A second factor is your perceived control over the event. Often, just the idea of being able to stop something already makes it less bothering. For example, if a roommate plays loud music, you may already be less annoyed just knowing that if you asked her, she would instantly put it down. And so, in that yeah. way, yeah. Go ahead. Cool to, or I mean, I don't want to, maybe I cut Victor off, but like, it's cool to think about annoyance in this way, because it feels like, it comes down to control. (laughs) James, I know we talked about this in the previous podcast. Like, the idea of control is, and maybe that's why, I remember you resonated with that when I talked about it last time we met, when I was like, I think it just all boils down to like, this theory that I have, which people, like, people just want control, you know? Do you remember me saying that? Yeah. You're still feeling annoyed with this coworker, that's why it resonated with you idea that like oh well i mean i have control over the situation you know like i if i just told him to and tell him to stop and he would and you just and just knowing that if you asked that person they would instantly stop i think that can alleviate that annoyance because you just realize oh well you know then i can but i think you may be even more annoyed if you know that like either one you can't ask them to stop if you ask them they they still won't stop yeah yeah and i think in this situation it it wasn't it also isn't just like it, it's not like someone was just like talking too loud on the phone or anything like that's that's kind of an easy one um but like in this situation the problem solving kind of came down to like i realized that i'm annoyed because i've like i've experienced this a lot of times in like different situations where it is something clear like that where like something is beeping every 5 minutes and it's really annoying um but so i'm having that same reaction but I couldn't exactly point down exactly what it was. And so then, so then I kind of had to take a step back and be like, okay, like what, what part of the actions that my coworker is taking, what part of those annoy me? And so like now we're, now we're in the process of kind of like having an interpersonal negotiation where we're trying to figure out, you know, what, which feelings are like fair, I guess, and which ones are like unfair and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, but I think yeah, yeah. It's at least going somewhere now, at least. Yeah. Have you, have you spent time kind of thinking about that yet? Or is it, is it still on fresh on, on your mind? Oh, I mean, it's very fresh. So, yeah. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. At some point this week, we're going to have to like talk more and stuff. And I like not to dive into it. I mean, it, I mean, and thanks for sharing. Like, I just, I don't want to mean to loop back onto the same thing as I was saying before, but like part of emotional intelligence is just coming to that understanding that, uh, of the emotion itself. And so I think that's a big reason why like this tool is cool and it's cool that you shared is because like you can continue to use it when we're talking about or use it as the definition, like, you know, use it as the definition when someone talks about hate, you know, is that like we can, we can just go into this document and just have a good understanding of what sadness means because after all you know like we all don't we're like we're not experts on we're, we we don't make these definitions right like we have to come up with them so i think right this is a tool and it, for us. it's like this thing that has come up um come up over time through people like realizing that um like the situations that we go through are similar in different ways and that's what that's what fascinated me about the uh that other invisibilia podcast um because they had they just had different emotions than like we have in Western culture. And, and so I guess I'm curious, like with each of these, like more, more specific, more useful emotions, you know, what's next. So what, like in terms of this tool, like sense of this tool mean for our podcasts as a whole. Huh? I mean, like, Victor, like, what does this, what is the important, what does this tool mean for our podcasts and like our EQ studies as a whole? Victor, like, since you're, yeah, today was I mean, the first day you're listening to this, you saw this tool and then, like, you know, it's kind of your, you yeah. want to get better at EQ, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I think this is, I love that you did share this, right? Because it, I think the, the key component in learning to be more emotionally intelligent is defining these emotions and what it, what it means to you, right? Because, um, I think when you can kind of define and, and kind of drill down exactly what that what that feeling is and how it sort of how, how it was sort of triggered, you can start finding ways to to kind of alleviate that, right? And and again, going back to what Alvin said, it's more around having that control. You know, once you once you have the an understanding of what causes it, it, it does now give you the ability to be able to. Uh, respond productively rather than impulsively react, right? Um, so I, I have a feeling we're definitely going to be revisiting this tool, you know, pretty often whenever we kind of have any sort of a negative emotion come up. Um, and because nobody wants to, you know, have negative emotions. And so if we can somehow, you know, define it and then alleviate it, it's, it'll, be, it'll be great. <laughs> Is that the purpose of the podcast then? Like, is that what we're doing? Like, we just want to make, we just want to make people feel better. Yeah, pretty much. That sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think really it does, like, I think there's, I think when people are not used to or familiar with the idea of emotional intelligence or of the idea that they can have more responsibility with their emotion, you know, they, they let it, it can get out of control very easily, right? They, you might feel you know, their body getting really hot and sweaty and frustrated and then just, I don't know, go all like King Kong or something and, and end up causing more harm than, than good. Right. Um, mm. And so, you know, if, if not addressed, it, it does sort of, you know, there, there's some, there are some consequences for that. Right. When you're feeling a negative emotion though, do you really often think, about the word 
Right. Right. So yeah, that goes back to like being in the moment, right? Like how, how do you, how would you say that like you, you can really sit, like sit down and come? I'm not sure if like, I'm not sure if like I feel King Kong is like quite gonna, quite gonna cut it. But even that, even, even that would be a start, right? So I mean like, especially when it comes to like, like negative emotions, I feel like people, it, it's beneficial for to talk about it, for people to express exactly what they're feeling and have an understanding of what people are saying. Yeah, but I feel like that often doesn't happen, though, right? Like, yeah, maybe Victor was that what you're trying to say earlier when you're saying that, like James, when you're applauding James for like for being aware and then like being aware and conscious, is that like put it out? You're like, you know, I'm feeling annoyed, and I'm not exactly sure what kind of annoyed I feel, and I want to go look into that. So that's like what brought you the tool. Yeah, yeah, and I think it like yeah. part of it was like I I want like this is an important working relationship and like, I want to resolve this issue with like, I don't want to have to keep dealing with this same negative emotion that I've seen time and time again. And so like part of it is going to be like, I have to find the right way to express myself. That's not just like, I think, you know, talking about the more, the most atomic, like, or the, like the most pure or whatever we were saying, but like, I like like atomic. Yeah. Um, so like, you could you could think about it as just like anger is just a form of hate or you know and sadness is just a form of love but like a painful form of love i don't know i i think that's the way i've thought about things for a long time i think like it seems like you're you're constructing like you seem to construct do you feel like when you have an emotion that you easily construct it into words i feel kind of split like i feel sometimes i feel like sometimes i can thinking or when i'm feeling an emotion i can think of some words that help describe that mo- that emotion words just kind of spin me out of feeling it does that make sense so i'm like i feel yeah. like this not really feeling the emotion but i just like anxiety and then i'm like mm. oh fuck i'm feeling anxious and then i just feel more anxious you know? yeah like do you feel like that way for yourself like do you is I, it easy for you to categorize your words that uh, your emotions to words um Sometimes, because I mean, like, yeah, I feel like some some of them I like, I know how to categorize easily, Um, but the a lot of the more nuanced ones, uh, I think it's it's more of like a mental stretch for me to like categorize those well, and so like especially with sadness and or like what they categorize here as misfortune, I think I have a hard time, like I'll, I'll just feel bad and. I think like the way I was raised was not to like, if something was making me sad, then just ignore it and like suck it up kind of thing. Just be awesome instead. That's what Barney Simpson says, right? (laughs) What? If I'm sad, then I just be awesome instead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I got your joke, Victor, but uh, James doesn't, doesn't sound like James watches how I met your mother. No, I do watch how, wait, wait, no, stop. I do watch how you met your mother. (laughs) You just right, paused yeah. for too long, man. Yeah. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't hear the start of a sentence. So uh, anyway, but um, yeah. So I think like when it comes to feeling, I don't know. I guess these all of these blue emotions that they have, like those are ones that I have like a lot more work ahead of me for like tearing apart. But I think, um, I don't know for whatever reason. Maybe it's because of my uh, my multiple like suspensions and stuff. All of the all the red stuff, I feel like a little bit more in contact with usually, except that like annoyance part. I feel like I don't I don't have as much nuance around that. 
Whereas like anger versus indignation this, for sure. Make this all about James. Does Victor, do you feel the same? This like, do you feel like you have a lot of experience with using some of these words, like some of these red words, or you have more experience expressing these blue words or whatever? Well, I don't know about like the different uh, colors, but I think it, in terms of, I think it's fascinating if you go to the typology section and then just hit overview, it'll like show you the colors. Like, fascinating to me that like James found like, oh yeah, I'm like you know these red words. I've expressed anger, indignation, resentment, annoyance, dissatisfaction, frustration. Like I know, I almost I almost feel like kind of a similar way. Sorry, did I cut you off though? I mean, what, <laughs> you're saying you're saying that. Well, no, I, yeah, I was kind of saying like that um, that I hadn't spent enough time you know breaking down each of these motions to really kind of categorize or differentiate you know each of these different feelings right i I would be kind of similar i think jim might have mentioned it something around the lines of you know when you feel bad it's just bad like but you can define it you can put a word to it and i think it in, in a way we all do kind of have like numb ourselves when it comes to these negative emotions right we like we feel a general either anger, disgust, or sadness or something, and we we don't want to dive into it, right? We just say, that's just bad. I'm going to try to uh, avoid that or, or do something else to distract me from that. But doing that is a good way to have that bubble up into something else or, or bleed into even other words. I mean, like, a big part of it is that a big part of it is that I think you're saying that, like, yeah, generally when we experience a negative emotion, we want to avoid it. Yeah. But instead, if we yeah. end it, like you know, our bodies aren't meant for, you know, just our, our bodies are just as primed for pleasure as displeasure, right? Like a, as as comfort as discomfort primed for both happiness and for sadness. But we don't want to explore the sadness. And so when we experience it, we just avoid it. I think that's part of what makes our society so dysfunctional is that like you don't sit in the sadness. You don't come to understand that there's all these blue words that describe this kind of like kind of like uh so if you this, this is a cool feature do you, have you guys hit filter yet no oh wow i like that wow um so like yeah you can see like the duration of it right so like oh, you hit long does it actually do it i feel like it's probably thrown an error or something but eventually like oh the yeah idea is that, an like, error. fields and filters is not a function at eval i'll i'll submit a bug report <laughs> <laughs> We, we can't but, be using this on our podcast if it has errors. <laughs> um, you know, but, but like, is, don't like, we all yeah. have errors? <laughs> like, the, the, like, if you look at this, though, like, you can just kind of like, if you think about it, you can kind of tell, right? Like, it's only something that like sticks with you for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Discuss is like probably something that doesn't stick with you as long. Like, what are these? Like, typical duration is like one of the things that you can check. So, like, you can filter these out. You know, like. Yeah, it's like it's it's quite cool to like be able to say something like, and also think about like, well, you know, if I check this filter here, it says that it's typically a very short duration period, but I feel in time. Mm. So what does that mean? Maybe it means that I'm feeling annoyed. I've asked them to stop, so it makes me resent them because resent like I'm being treated unfairly. You know, so that annoyance has now turned into resentment because you've asked them to stop, they haven't stopped, and then now you feel like you've been treated unfairly because you feel like values is that people should listen to what people other people ask. You know, and like 
like so powerful. <laughs> you like it. Yeah, <laughs> like if it's working, if it's working fully properly, you can like totally and then so start to well. understand. Yeah, your emotions. Yeah, and like with with annoyance, especially like assuming <laughs> assuming that we're right that it would filter that down as like a short emotion or whatever. Um, then then you can kind of be like, uh, okay, is this something like like in the coworker situation? Right, that is something that comes up frequently because they're like a coworker; they're always in your space. But if I'm just like on the bus and someone's doing something annoying, I can be like, "Okay, take take a deep breath. Like they're not really doing anything wrong. You're just annoyed by it for whatever reason. But like this is a very temporary thing, and it's not going to like ruin your day. And so there's no reason that I have to like take action in this situation. And that can kind of like give me an opportunity to breathe." Yeah, I, I was actually going to mention something very similar, right? Like knowing that it's it's a short term or temporary sort of emotion, you could you could say to yourself that you know you don't have to uh, sit in this for too long or or make it affect the rest of your day. Like you said, um, one thing that resonated with me when I when it actually did work, the filter uh, doubt was one of the very short term ones, right? Mm. And that was, I think, if yeah, that's that's something that I have been struggling a lot with is is doubting myself of, you know, whenever I try something new or take new action, I, there's always that doubt. But it does, it's pretty cool now to kind of say, you know, it it's a short-term thing. Like everybody's going to have that doubt from one point or another. And you don't have to, you know, continue feeling that motion. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I think we're at the end of time here for our podcast. So we can like wrap up we want to do next but we want to like explore other topics and or talk about how this podcast went well or not didn't go well i think this podcast went great all right i hope you guys enjoyed that and found it useful if you did um again please leave a comment review give us a rating or follow and like and subscribe all that jazz and that way you'll know when the next episodes are coming out so that uh you can follow along on our journey I try to release episodes on this podcast every Monday, so make sure you keep an eye out. And I really appreciate you and for being here and for listening. And I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks again. Talk to you later.